0: stopped taking receipts a long time ago after the game started dropping. These receipts are missing. I don't see them. Reese Hall still leads the team in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, and he went out seven weeks ago. The Ravens and Giants were worse than that, and they're in the playoffs with a very much less talented team, and they explained that in the offseason. Mike LaFleur, the offense coordinator, has been fired. I'm just <laughs> don't walling you here. There's no way out. no way out. Ridiculous. Jake's Takes on the TVS Network. What is going on, everyone? You're back here on Jake's Takes. Of course, the podcast presented by Tunnel Vision Sports. We're in Ryder University's 107 the Bronx Studios. As always, I'm Jake Serrano taking you through some of my quick takes to start your weekend off. Happy Saturday, everyone. Happy to be back. Uh, missed last week a couple of busy things. This week, I've been all congested and oh, the weather's getting to me, but um, I'm all good. Tested negative for the, for the COVID, so we're all good there. A long week ahead. A lot of stuff to talk about. We are in 107.7 The Bronx Studio. Great thing about it is we just won here uh, best college radio station in the nation for schools under 10,000 students, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I myself actually just was awarded uh, best sports update in the country or in the nation, whether you put it, uh, by IBS, the under branch of uh, the NBA National Association of Broadcasters. So I'm, you know, very, very happy to have gotten that. The week's been busy. A lot of, uh, weirdly enough, a lot of interviews. Um, been on the news a couple times. Ooh, uh, it's just, it's been a crazy week. There's been a lot of, there's been a lot of different stuff that, that, that I had to go for. I've been a lot, a lot of different emails, a lot of, a lot of articles. Uh, it's been fun though. It's been a good experience, but I got to get back to work and get rocking and rolling on some more stuff. Uh, but it definitely was awesome. Uh, best sports update in the nation. And Now I can say that, which is pretty cool. Uh, so, you guys are with an award winner here, which is awesome. Um, and then we're going to, we got some good stuff to talk about today some NFL stuff, some NBA. Uh, but really, we're going to start breaking into the NFL free agency, the draft. Um, we're going to start preparing for that. We did that a couple weeks ago. Uh, we're really going to start moving and grooving this week. There's a lot of stuff that happened in the NFL this past week. There's been a lot of different moves, and I'm excited to talk about just about every one of them. If you guys hear me sniffle just like that, yeah. Uh, the weather's been getting to me over here. Unfortunately, it's going to rain like, I don't know. We got this big, there's this big storm just moving across all across America. It's just awful. Uh, I wish it was nice because my school's actually going on spring break this week. So I wish, I wish it was a little nicer, but what are you going to do? But I think I'm ready to get this started with you guys. Here we go. In the NBA, Kevin Durant. Well, he slipped and suffered a left ankle soreness during Wednesday's warm-ups. Uh, that knocked him out of his first home game, his debut with the Suns. Um, he returned after missing six weeks for a right knee sprain. Uh, you know, when he was with the Nets, the Suns they were three and zero with Durant, and he was averaging twenty six point seven points on sixty nine percent shooting. The unfortunate news for the, well, I guess it's unfortunate, but not as bad. Uh, he'll only miss he'll miss at least three weeks after reevaluations determined the injury this week. So three weeks for Durant. Uh, and it's unfortunate because he just got traded there. And uh, we wish him all the best. But, I, I mean, it kind of stinks because I feel like he's always getting injured. John Morant will not face criminal charges stemming from his Instagram live video in which he appeared to display a handgun at a nightclub in Glendale, Colorado. Grizzlies announced Morant will be away from the team for at least four more games. Uh, the team, that that means basically he's not going to return until March 17th against the San Antonio Spurs. So, uh, I guess you could say the Grizzlies lucked out on that one. And uh, I mean, it's a good thing he's not facing any charges, uh, but that is it's pretty wild that something had appeared because I saw that a couple weeks ago or last week. And I was like, man, what is that? And then everything came to light. So I'm not really sure what's going on there, but uh, he's going to return March 17th against the Spurs. Uh, College basketball, Jim Boeheim. uh, He's not going to return next season as Syracuse head coach. He did 47 seasons, which is pretty cool. He's been uh, he's been in the uh, the league for a while as Hall of Famer. Um, he ranks second in Division I career wins, just behind, I believe, Mike Krzyzewski, uh, the retired Duke coach we talked about a lot last uh, last year. Um, so he took Syracuse to the NCAA tournament 35 times, advanced to the final four in five of those seasons, advancing to the national title and winning that in 2003. He has 58 official NCAA tournament wins, which ranks him fourth all time. Uh, so obviously he's not coming back, but Jim, Jim Beheim, we appreciate all the work you've done. You are a legend in the basketball world. In the NHL, Tony D'Angelo was ejected from a game on Tuesday after spearing Tampa Bay Lightning forward Corey Perry with a stick. This was crazy. I had to watch a – I watched a whole little video on it. Uh, I watched the whole thing go down. He pretty much just jabbed him right in the area where any man wouldn't want to be jabbed. Very interesting. Uh, skated right into the scrum. I think there was a scrum right in front of the net. I know the Flyers lost this game 5-2. Uh, he, he extended his stick basically and lunged at his groin if you didn't understand my comment before. Uh, but on Wednesday, the NHL announced that they have suspended him for two games and fined them $54,000. Kind of wild. I never I never thought I would see something like that, but it's hockey. So, you know, some wild things happen. Some wild things happen in hockey. Um, let's see. The Arizona Cardinals, they released former Jets and Panthers wideout Robbie Anderson, which brings us to the Jets. They restructured C.J. Uzama's contract. A lot of stuff we have to talk about the Jets today as well. Um, this is interesting. Lamar Jackson saga will continue. He signed his non exclusive tag, I believe. So, basically, he's gonna be able to sign or not, excuse me, negotiate with other teams. The Ravens can match any of that. Um, and if they don't want to, the Ravens can see receive two first round picks for him, or if he signs with another team, I mean. Uh, but this has never happened before. I was reading it from Adam Schefter. It says it's never happened that a quarterback received a non exclusive tag, quarterback specifically. Uh, and signs with another team and then plays with that team in that said year with no trades involved. So that could be interesting. Uh, The Houston Texans, they were being fined $175,000, for the league, believes to be a salary cap violation. I believe they had a a similar situation with Deshaun Watson, some type of error in the accounting over there. So uh, they have a little violation there. They're going to be getting marked down for that. The 49ers, seven compensatory draft picks, including three third-round picks this year. They got a boatload. A boatload of picks. And the 49ers. Uh hello. NSC championship game? Seven compensatory t- uh, c- compensatory picks. Uh and three of them in the third round. That's crazy. I, I I don't I know how they work, but that's insane. I mean the Jets, come on. Well, they can we, we couldn't get one. Um, at least from what I saw, I didn't think we got any. Uh, but I could be wrong. Uh, but seven? Oh my goodness. The 49ers were just in the NSC championship game. Uh, but that said, Brock Purdy just underwent surgery for his injury, or when he, when he basically what he suffered an NFC Championship game. So uh, that's news is there as well. And I just can't believe the 49ers. They're they're gonna be. Uh, I think if they just reload, depending on how Brock Purdy plays, if he's the same way he was before, uh, this team's got so much potential, and they do every year. And it's just it's so wild. I, and I can't, I can't figure that one out. The 49ers are just so dominant. They have that type of system where they're just going to beat you to your knees, running the ball, and then I have Christian McCaffrey, as long as he stays healthy. I mean, as long as the pieces pretty much hold together like they pretty much did all season, they'll be fine. So this is more stuff I want to talk about. we got free agency tracker. We're going to talk about some of the tags coming up, which tag was the best, which tag may have been the worst. Um, New York Jets, we're going to talk about their saga and the draft blockbuster that just happened on Friday evening. we got it all here. Let's move on to free agency tracker. Let's go. The Broncos, they released Chase Edmonds, Devin McCourty. He's retiring the safety from New England, leaving the league with three All-Pro selections and three Super Bowl championships. Uh, The Dolphins, they're picking up Tua's fifth-year option, making Tua the guy. So this is interesting because we talked a lot about Tua last season. And uh, basically, I said this was a make-or-break year for Tua. But who would have thought, who would have been able to guess that uh, the medical staff and and Tua himself would be getting injured, and they'd be putting him back in and out, in and out, uh, and then ultimately they finally take him out, and miss the playoffs, or did they miss the playoffs? No, uh, no, they did not. But uh, in reality, uh, man, I can't believe I just fumbled him back there, and they missed the playoffs. But take him out, they missed their chance in the playoffs. I guess is the better way to word that. But uh, Tua, he's out multiple concussions. I believe he had that spine neck thing earlier in the year. I mean, I just that would have been predicted that. And when he was playing, he was playing at a high level, which just which I thought was amazing. And they completely turned around for Tua there. Just sucks that he had to have all those injuries. Um was another thing coming out of college, he was very injury prone. So um this is his last season to really prove he's the guy. I think he could do it as long as he stays healthy because last season proved a lot. So as long as Tua could stay healthy, Dolphins are in the clear man. Watch out for Miami upcoming season. If if Tua can stay healthy. Uh, Brandon Graham from the Eagles signs a one-year deal. He's going to stay with Philly. Um, Obviously, in Philly, uh, Darius Slay gets the right to seek a trade, which is interesting. Uh, I'm curious to see how the losing losing Super Bowl opponent will fluctuate their roster. Uh, So Darius Slay basically open to do any type of trade he wants. Dolphins converting Tyreek Hill salary cap. Uh, or his salary to lower the cap. Let's see. Adam Thielen was released by the Vikings, so that was an interesting move. Another wide route uh, on the market. Chuck Clark makes his way to New York for just a seventh rounder from the Ravens. So we're we'll gonna talk about that in a little bit. Excited to uh, to have a new addition at safety. The Jets really needed that. Uh, the Jets, unfortunately, are releasing Braxton Barrios. Another guy I wish they would have kept, but um, another down season and the guys are gonna be moved around. Byron Jones, the quarterback from Miami, is getting released. Geno Smith. Congratulations, my friend. Huge three-year, $105 million deal. $52 million in the first year. Uh, absolutely stunner season by Geno Smith. And as Jets fan, I can proudly say I'm very excited for him and his future moving forward. Frank Clark expected to release by the Chiefs. And the kicker is Winston on the move. Derek Carr heads to the New Orleans. Uh, well, I believe he has until Wednesday to figure out his deal, if he wants to restructure or not. Otherwise, they will release him. And, you know, I'm excited to see what Derek Carr does. Uh, we'll talk about a little Derek Carr in a minute when we talk about the Jets saga at quarterback. But Chuck Clark, man, I'm excited to see what he can do for the Jets. Uh, I th- you know, he's he's played plenty of games. He's a strong, strong safety, um, and he's he's reliable. So I'm, I'm interested to see what he can do. They Obviously, have Marcus Williams, and they brought in Kyle Hamilton. So they did not really need Chuck Clark anymore. He's definitely a starter, definitely can hold his ground. And the Jets kind of struggled at safety this past season, so I'm excited to get him over for just a seven-round pick. Totally awesome. Uh, Gino Smith. Obviously, very happy for him. And I'm curious, as we talked about before, what will the Eagles do on their roster? And the Adam Thielen thing is interesting. I think that someone's going to get a really good veteran wide receiver out of that. I'm excited to see him. Raxton Barrios as well, another good special teams wide receiver guy as well. Uh, Let's move on to tag central. Let's get to it. Here we go. So Saquon Barkley got the franchise tag. We know Lamar Jackson got the franchise tag. Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Deron Payne, and Evan Ingram. What's interesting here is three running backs got the tag. Uh, What was the best tag? Well, Josh Jacobs out of these running backs had the best season. I was excited to see they're bringing Barkley back in in, in New York. Uh, Derron Payne, he gets a tag. Uh, Evan Ingram's tag. I think the best tag here to at least work on another deal uh, may just be Evan Ingram. Now, I, I was very, very reluctant to pick him because Saquon and Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, uh, and Let's forget Lamar because we just talked to him. That would be too easy. Uh, well, Lamar is in a different a different world, but let's let's talk about these guys. Uh, I, I just like the the comeback season. Saquon had Josh Jacobs had his best career year, but Evan Ingram had his best career year as well. A guy who we never saw anything from in New York gets the tag. I'm hoping they can work on a long-term deal with him and don't let him hit the market. Uh, I think that's that's a smart move. I think, he, but he also got the non-exclusive tag. I'm not positive on that. Uh, but they will be working towards a long-term deal. I think they have until July to do that, which is great, uh, but I would try and find any way to keep Evan Ingram. And that mock draft I made, hey, go get Michael Mayer or or somebody else at the tight end position in this draft that's strong. I'm excited to see what other weapons they can add aside. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, and they they can be dominant. Imagine the two tight ends, two strong ones on the outside. Uh, you yeah, know, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, who turned into something else this season. Evan Ingram, I'm excited to see what he could do uh, in Jacksonville. He really turned himself around, with Doug Peterson and that team. Let's go to New York Jets saga. <whistles> the Jets, they looked locked in the Derek Carr, I thought, all week until he signed with the Saints. Uh, I thought Derek Carr for sure was coming our way, but—or I should say the New York Jets way—but— he ended up signing with New Orleans, and I'm surprised. And all the Jets players seem to be pretty much surprised. Uh, but now the attention has turned to Super Bowl winning quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets pretty much, they have met they have met with him. Uh Woody Johnson seems to be all over a big time quarterback. My response is go get him. Go get him. I you know, I wanted Derek Carr, um, but when we look at it at the end of the day, if Aaron Rodgers is the best thing out there, go get him. I don't understand why we wouldn't go after him. Listen, here's the window for jets fans that don't understand this. We have a very, very, very small window and not a lot of money to work with. You know, money just doesn't fall off trees for jets fans. that don't understand that. Uh, but my dad said he was listening to the radio and he he noticed a lot of jets fans were either concerned or didn't want Aaron Rodgers to be a jet. And there's concern around the league. Um, from fans, I should say that, that some are skeptical. I think he should be on a team. So I saw this New York post article, Joe Douglas should be cautious when he approaches uh, Rogers trade. Uh, but I think that's interesting. Look it's you know, some of it, it's talked about a lot of different things. Um, and I'm curious to see how it all unfolds. Cause I really think Aaron Rodgers, if he comes here, he's going to play, you know, super bowl winning quarterback, four time MVP. I really don't know what it would cost to get him over here. Some people were saying it would be like the Russell Wilson thing, but some were saying if the Packers eat his salary cap, as I say in the article, trade value might go up. Uh, but it says in the article, it's clear that the Packers really don't have a lot of leverage. I don't know how much leverage they actually have. But Joe Douglas has been pretty much wheeling and dealing all year and ever since he's been here, uh, there's I, I' read in the article that people around the here, I'll quote it, people around the league that believe the Jets can land Rodgers for a package led by a second-round pick in 2023, a conditional pick of 2024, which could rise to a first-round pick if Rogers hits major marks as in winning the MVP or reaching the Super Bowl. I think that's a fair deal. And uh, But I also saw something else this week that said the Jets would have to give a first-round pick and a player for um, Aaron Rodgers. Then it talked about, you know, what basically what Joe Douglas has done in the past couple of months, uh, recent and the past couple of years, dealing, you know, um, getting Elijah Tucker, trading up to get him trading away Jamal Adams uh, trading away uh Sam darnold uh, go, getting a p- value for a linebacker named Blake Cashman for a six round pick a guy we really didn't use that much. um you know just making all these different trades trading up to get uh, a, a bunch of different guys three first round picks uh, back in back in last year's draft you know drafting saucegard all the all the moves he's been making everyone's kind of just been talking about and the article really came up now the question here is, is can the Jets get him? They have Nathaniel Hackett. It almost seemed like that's what they wanted to do this offseason. So let's lay down the landline here. The Jets, I think you go get him. Woody Johnson seems to be in it. You need an elite quarterback. What's the window? The window is Aaron Rodgers probably has maybe two or three years, depending on what he wants to do. Maybe it's just one more year. I don't know. But you get an elite guy in here to at least make an attempt to get after the Super Bowl, it's always been our problem as quarterback. And who is he friends with? Mr. Zachary Wilson, maybe he can take him under his wing. Maybe he can help him out. That might be beneficial to the Jets moving forward as well. So, I mean, we'll see. The window's very small, though. I think it's like a two max three-year window, max. Because you look at it, we've got Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Garner, Jermaine Johnson. We have a ton, ton. Elijah Moore, a ton of young talent. Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Beckton, if he comes back healthy, depending on what he does. A ton of young talent. You have to find a way to sign all these guys. Sometimes it's not possible. So what's the window. Get an elite quarterback. Do what the Rams did. I don't know. Two, three years. Hopefully you get a Super Bowl. I'd be fine with that. What the Bucs did. I would love to get a Super Bowl. Wouldn't you love to win as a Jets fan? What are we waiting for? Can someone explain to me what we are waiting for? I'm sorry. Are we going to go back in a draft and draft somebody else again? Did you see what happened a couple years ago? I mean, Zach Wilson, listen, you can't just throw everybody into the fire. Zach clearly wasn't ready, or maybe the Jets made the wrong move at the time. I don't know. Uh, maybe you can get someone to come and help him like Rodgers, and maybe you can help him out. But the Jets, they're in a very, very bad predicament. If they can't get this right, they're screwed. The, the next offseason, everyone's going to be they had to clear the front door, and we're starting all over again. We already started midway with Nathaniel Hackett, okay? I don't know what the Jets saw in him. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I don't know the disastrous season for the Broncos. That's a fact. Okay, he played. He he coached very well for the Packers. Fact. Um, we'll see what happens. Is he a relationship with Rogers? Yes. Fact. Uh, so let's 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 just let's lay down what we have to do here. There's a very small window. The Jets have a lot of options on the table, and a matter of fact, their car's already gone. Lamar Jackson definitely is not an option for this Jets team unless they really want to give up a haul. I I mean, I don't it doesn't sound like they're interested. We'll see, but he's out there if they want him. It doesn't seem like it'd be a whole system change. And I don't even know if they'll do that. I feel like he's not on the table. So when you look at it, Derek Carr's gone. Jackson's gone. Um, who else went out? Geno Smith is gone now. Daniel Jones is locked up. Not saying we wanted those guys or whatever, but they're all locked up. But I mean, if I'm a Jets fan, how like what do you what are we waiting for? I just don't understand why every Jets fan every year, like even for me, like sometimes oh we can get the quarterback from the draft, not anymore. I mean I just don't see it. Uh, we can't wait any longer. Let's just go get a veteran. I can't I you know as a Jets fan I'm just out most frustrated with the amount of talent they had, the way they ended the last season, so much improvement, but you look at the last you know it was just a disaster. Go get a quarterback that can win us games. Rodgers has done it in his career, and why couldn't he do it again? Uh, Maybe the Jets make a a package deal and get somebody else. I don't know. But he is a winning quarterback, and you can't deny that. Was his Packers roster not good? Did he almost make it back in the playoffs? Yes Uh, and yes. And um, is the Jets roster better than the Packers? Yeah, it is. Would it be even better with Aaron Rodgers behind the helm? For sure it would be. So, when you're a Jets fan and you're starting to talk about Aaron Rodgers, forget, just forget it. Just forget, just look at it, look at the way he plays. I think, you know, too much personal stuff and all the outside noise and media and the blah, blah, blah. Look at the way he plays and look what do you think he'll do for the team. That's all I can say. He did it ever so long in, 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 in Green Bay and it worked out. Why can't he do it in New York? I, don't, I see every reason to go get him. Go get him uh, because the Jets. I don't know what we're waiting for. If you want to go, if you're a Jets fan, and you're saying go get a quarterback in the draft. It's not happening because we're going to talk about that in a little bit. What the Panthers did today. The Jets, I, I don't know why we'd even try and develop another quarterback. I'm telling you guys, if that's what you believe, next season, if it's a flop, everybody's gone. You don't have time to develop a guy. It's just not the case. I mean, keep Zach Wilson on the back burner for sure because that was a big value pick you, you did. But it, this season's got to be a veteran. You have to find someone to win you at least nine, ten games and get the job done. Like even a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, I would totally love to have, um, but he can't start. He gets injured all the time. You got to have someone behind him. So you got to sign two guys. Uh, but you get Aaron Rodgers. At least you can, you know, kind of harp on his value there and his durability for the most part. But listen, the Jets, man, they have to find a way to get this guy. I really thought Derek Carr was it, but honestly, ultimately, you know. Even at this point, why not get Lamar Jackson? You know, get the most elite guy, the guy on the table. Air Rodgers, do that for us. They have the connections there, it seems, as though. Um, it seems like a lot's going back and forth there. Go get him. I mean, who are we going to get? Who's left? we're going to bring back Sam Darnold? For real. I mean, be real. Be realistic, guys. Be a realistic Jets fan, because, uh, you know, if we don't get Air Rodgers, I don't really know who we're going to get. But uh, it sounds like it's on the table and if Joe Douglas can throw a seventh round pick for Chuck Clark, I can only imagine what he could do for Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, he's been willing and dealing all 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 GM to all the whole time he's been here. So, I have a lot of faith in him. I actually trust Joe Douglas in this process. I'm curious to see what he could do. And when we talk about trades, there was a big one today. Let's go to it. A draft blockbuster. Okay, so today Friday was a wild day cuz the Chicago Bears just traded away the number over 1 pick, number one pick in the draft. Uh, the Panthers, I can only imagine are going out to get a quarterback, whether it's Bryce Young or somebody else. They're going to go get their guy. Uh, the Bears move back to nine, and they add the 61st pick in the second round, first round pick of 2024, second round pick of 2025, and while we see DJ Moore, they fleeced! They fleeced the Panthers. I'm sorry. They did. Uh, but the Bears, that what a, one heck of a move right over there. Uh, by the Chicago Bears. Thank God they are keeping Justin Justin Fields. With all the talk, oh, should you get Jordan Justin Fields? Come on, guys. He had a really good season last season. I know he ran a lot and he got injured, but, I mean, he can really, you know, look, it almost feels like Jalen Hurts last year. There's a lot of fundamentals that can be fixed, and I think it'd be fixed. Uh, why not move back, get him more weapons? I mean, look at that haul they got. And even if it doesn't work out, just like the Eagles did last, last season, you got this hole, and hopefully you can move up in next year's draft as well. So they feel like just what the Eagles were doing a couple years ago, Almost a safety net uh, for Jalen Hurts, but loading up in the process as well. Getting a lot of young talent, able to get DJ Moore in the process. Great, great deal by the Chicago Bears. Um, but the Panthers, we'll see if they finally solve this problem at quarterback. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. They've had a lot of guys kind of go through the system. Let's see if they can do it. Yeah, I think the Panthers can do it. Me answering my own question. I literally, this this podcast has been separated into several segments because I just keep coughing everywhere. It's awful. I just have to keep pausing the the podcast. It's a beautiful thing about recording; so you wouldn't even know. Uh, so, listen, we talked about the blockbuster. We talked about the Jets. Talked about Tag Central. Talked about free agency. We talked about all the news around the league. It's pretty much all I got for today uh, at this lovely late hour on a Friday. Uh, but I really want to talk about more stuff. It's so much easier to have a debate when somebody else is with me. I, I, and it sucks because free uh, not free agency. Well, well, actually, yes, we are having a guest on after after this spring break I have, after this week. Um, i am having a lot of people ask me to come on, which is awesome. Uh, so I'll have a couple people on after break, and it's so much easier to debate, which a good thing is Free Agency is coming up March 15th, and I'll have more things to talk about, um, and I'm going to try and tailor it to him as well. I won't release him yet, uh, who the guest is yet, because we're going to have him on soon. But I'm excited, and like I said, if anybody ever wants to come on the show, please contact me. Love to have you on. And if you come in the studio, that'd be great too. If not, well, we can figure out another way. Um, But the last thing is our final thoughts. Uh, Just want to talk about something I saw earlier in the week. Vikings wideout KJ Osborne pulled a man from a burning car Sunday night in Austin, Texas. Uh, He carried him all the way to safety, saving his life. Uh, Osborne basically said it was the right place, right time. Uh, And I love hearing, hearing stories like this. Love seeing stories like this. Absolutely remarkable. And you know, here on Jake's takes, we'll always take the time out to try and find these stories. See something like this? um, Absolutely incredible! I I think I talked about uh, a couple shows ago about the college basketball kid. I'm not can't forgive me. I can't remember where he's from, but um, he uses nil deal to uh, to pay for his his sister's debts, her 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 loans and her debts. I mean, like stuff like this as an athlete. This is the kind of stuff I want to talk about more. Um, So you know, hats off to KJ Osborne um and and the duties he's done um we say in the radio station here you have duties otherwise de- designated KJ Osborne obviously he's an NFL football player he's got other things to do and he re- he went out there and 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 did did what he thought was right went out and saved a man from a burning car that's that's remarkable he he putting his own life on the line to save another life um and, hey, if I was burning a car, I wanted KJ Osborne to pull me out, too. man said, right place, right time. Um, I think I think he has all the heart in the world to go out and do that. Um, he also talked about how God was on his side as well. Um, so hats off to him. You know, a remarkable story. Um, hopefully I never have to go through that, that type of situation, and no one ever does. And I hope the man he saved is all right. Um, but, you know, hats off to KJ Osborne, just going out there and doing something super brave. Um, and and that's a, it takes a lot of heart to go do something like that and and saving someone else's life it's a big thing. So uh, KJ Osborne probably not listening, but we see you. Television sees you. Jake's takes see you. Um, and 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 that's why I'm talking about the story right now. Uh, but we're gonna close out today. Another edition of Jake's takes. Awesome show. Short one. What about 30 minutes or so? And um, I'm excited to get more things rocking and rolling. We had them as last week. Had so much to talk about. Um, But again, I'm so happy to have won an award. Happy to be a part of this awesome winning radio station. More opportunities to come. I was part of the NAP uh, networking event they had, which is awesome. I got to meet a lot of nice people, a lot of different uh, companies. So that was cool. So really moving in and and networking. There's, There's so many good opportunities. So thankful to be part of the Tunnel Vision family. So much work here. Uh, getting done. I, I've been able to bring on a couple of my uh, my my friends um, into the professional aspect, um, and they've really showed their work to the company. So I'm happy they're here with us as well. Really building a really strong core team here, and I'm excited to be a part of it. So thank you for joining me on another edition of Jake's Takes. I'll be back next Saturday to provide more of my takes. Remember to visit Tunnel Vision Sports at TVSportsMag.com. Follow our Instagram at TunnelVisionSports underscore and our Twitter account at underscore TV Sports. Don't forget to follow Jake's Take's Instagram account at Jake's Takes TVS for everything you need, podcast-wise. Contact my email, jake at tvsportstaff.com. Join the show, ask questions. Come on, guys, hop right on. Excited to see you. Maybe we can even get you in the studio. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, follow button, leave a like, comment, rating on the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. As always, I'm Jake Serrano signing off. Thank you once again for listening. Remember to keep up with all your sports needs with Tunnel Vision Sports. A positive shift in sports media. That was Jake's Takes on the TVS Network.